Hi, this is Dr. Holly Castle. And I'm Dr. Elizabeth Tadikin. And this is Wellness 360, Your Health, Your Way. This podcast is not intended for the purpose of providing medical advice. All information, content, and material is for information and educational purposes and is not intended to serve as a substitute for the consultation, diagnosis, and or medical treatment of a qualified physician or healthcare provider. Hello, hello. I'm here, Dr. Tadikin, with Dr. Holly Castle. And yes, we are so excited. We're on episode 15 today. Um, This is going to be all about fatigue, which is humongous, broad, um, little, uh, would you call it it, a a symptom? (laughs) It's a symptom. It's a big, big symptom attached to a lot of different conditions. So many. We're just going to touch on this lightly yeah because we could really talk about this for three hours mm-hmm. that's for sure yeah so i mean if we're gonna just like give a brief description on what fatigue is i mean it's definitely uh you, you can often feel fatigue just as being tired or sleepy um but you know people who have actual true fatigue which would be something we could check off on a icd-10 code um for for um insurance purposes they're feeling so wiped out that um, it's exhaustion just like takes over their day. Um, like we said, many conditions and actually medications can also cause this. So this is a, this is part of our um, medical detective work is figuring out what is at the root of this problem. So um, there's many, many other foundational things too, like the diet and just sleep, um, uh, how they how is their sleep? How how long do they sleep? Are they able to sleep all night long? Do they get refreshed? This is a very important <laughs> point. So part of the issue with fatigue is that even if someone gets a proper length of sleep at night, you know, mm-hmm. seven, eight hours, mm-hmm. they don't wake refreshed mm-hmm. and that stays with them. Yes. And even if they have a whole string of the proper amount of sleep every night, they still aren't refreshed. Right. And so that's the first thing we're going to explore, mm-hmm. right? We're going to figure out, well, you know, what's the problem there? Maybe it's something as simple as you need a new mattress. Right. Maybe you have insomnia. So that's actually not even really fatigue. That's a different condition Ex- entirely. Leading to fatigue. Though. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> that's the thing is like, that's really what the deal is with fatigue. I mean, of course there is a, an actual condition called chronic fatigue and that's connected to some other things. And then there is something called adrenal insufficiency and that is connected to some other things that we will mention here today. But but it's that's really the biggest factor when it comes to us, when a patient comes to us with fatigue is figuring out what is going on. You know? And it is yeah, often... As Dr. Tadekin mentioned, mm-hmm. we have to be medical detectives. Yes. And it's so it's often a challenge to get to the root cause, right. but we will persevere. Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, so, you know, a lot of times we'll find fatigue is occurring along with other 
symptoms and that can also help us with pinpointing what's going on so maybe if it's occurring with depression and a lack of desire to do activities you once enjoyed that could be uh, that could be a neurotransmitter imbalance you know something um but it can also be an adrenal an adrenal imbalance um it can be uh co-occurring with just trouble concentrating and focusing um just low energy and motivation nervousness anxiety irritability uh, stress. Yes, exactly. Stress, of course, is a huge factor. And that's always kind of interesting because that could be just all it is for some people is that they have had so much stress going on that it's just like worn them out and to the point where they can't sleep well and all this stuff. So then we have to help m help them balance the stress. <laughs> because we were talking earlier and I said, there's really, in my mind, only two reasons why someone isn't going to sleep well. Mm -hmm. They're not getting enough physical activity. So they're literally not physiologically fatigued enough mm -hmm. or they have too much stress. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So um, that's, that's a major part. So, so that's, I guess the big thing that we, you know, mentioned, um, some of the other big conditions that come with fatigue that are classified conditions would be, as we mentioned, the chronic fatigue, um, maybe the um, maybe mono or Epstein-Barr conditions. It could also be uh, anemia or something like that, or even fibromyalgia. And so th these are just some ideas of what it could be. Mm -hmm. And of course, when we're talking about other things that come along with the fatigue, that helps us go greater into our pinpointing and then lab work. Um, for example, if it's fibromyalgia, the person might actually have a whole body tiredness and stiffness and um, just general pain throughout the body. So then we're going to do our, our not a lot of lab work you can do for fibromyalgia but you know we can at least like do a lot of physical exam you yes. know and come pinpoint that but so. even that mm -hmm. can be other things can mimic that yeah right so we really i know which yes you're right and that's what you're right we could we could test for lyme disease or yes, something exactly. like that yeah exactly exactly yeah. so mm -hmm. it's a very broad topic. Yeah. I think that it's so broad that this is why a lot of medical doctors dismiss it and their patients say they're tired. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. That, well, that's typical yeah. really because that's what it's become. Right. This is the norm now in our society, which is a very sad commentary on the disease of our culture. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And that's, that's where we differ in practice because we, we are ready to talk it out and figure out what you know what's underlying this we're not just going to give an antidepressant because we think that that's the thing that's leading to your fatigue you know yeah. it's like well and so. we also know that we have tools yes effective tools mm -hmm. for bringing the body back into balance and at least partially mm -hmm. alleviating this in most patients yeah Absolutely. And in most cases, significantly alleviating it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, so like we mentioned, there's many conditions and disorders, medications, lifestyle factors that can cause this. And um, it, you know, fatigue can be temporary or it could be chronic. And so we talked about that, like chronic fatigue syndrome, which is technically lasting more than six months. Um, so, you know, 
sometimes though it could be as simple and this is what i've loved when it is so simple that giving the advice of why don't you remove this and that from your diet and um and let's have you you know maybe i might provide a simple little um uh, sleep aid like a little bit of melatonin or mm -hmm. something especially when a person's getting older and we're lacking in melatonin more um and then let's see how you do with that and maybe a homeopathic actually yes. i usually have that on board too and all of a sudden it's amazing how the fatigue shifts. Yes, it is. <laughs> it's like, but that's just, that is simple. Like it could be a simple change to the diet. It could be actually removing one or two medications because we've been able to actually shift things enough that we can get the medications decreased, which is something that we work on a lot. Um, it could be increasing exercise because that's a whole interesting um, uh, catch 22, is it? Like where, you know, you're too tired to exercise, but once you do exercise, you actually increase your energy. Yes. yes. <laughs> so, um, and just general sleep habits, which that's huge. Sleep hygiene. Yes, sleep hygiene. Mm -hmm. And then mitigating that stress. We, yeah. We really spend a lot of time teaching our patient clients how to manage their stress. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and sometimes that comes in the form of supplemental aid, like... Sure. Some wonderful herbs mm -hmm. that can help balance mm -hmm. things and give you some stamina for your day that might be more stressful. So um, some other um, like general though causes of fatigue could be, you know, we already mentioned poor diet or, or maybe deficiencies of nutrition, um, excessive alcohol and drug use. We I see this a lot. Yeah, mm -hmm, that can absolutely, you know, that the thing that you get a lot of times when getting to middle ages, um, and especially I see this a lot with some women who are coming up, they're in perimenopause often, and they are definitely like working a lot and all this, and but they come home to relax and they might have one or two glasses of wine. And while a lot of times we've been told wine can be beneficial mm -hmm. in certain ways, but it's actually also... An, a problem for many people, depending on one thing or another. I mean, and I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole, but the fact is, is that it can also cause your your circadian rhythm to be completely off, and it can it can be the reason why night sweats are so much of a problem if they're going into menopause. And so, anyway, that causes a whole pile of sleep issues. <laughs> yeah, and, and you know. We're not saying don't drink wine. Exactly. Yeah. But take it back a bit. Yeah. Take it back. <laughs> and also, I mean, part of this too is portion control. Yes. Right? Exactly. I mean, you don't fill an eight I... ounce wine glass with eight ounces of wine. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a ideally, goblet. Right. Exactly. <laughs> ideally, it should have, you know, a third. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Filled. And mm -hmm. then drink your wine at, while you eat your meal. Yes. So makes a difference for sure. I'm not against a lot of things. Exactly. It's just about moderation. Right. It's about timing. Mm -hmm. It's about mindfulness. Yeah, that's so huge. Um, exactly. Because, and that's, I think the big thing I'm pointing out because honestly, that's the way I am. I think it's nice to have a glass of wine at the end of the day, but if it's the, if it's part of, uh, if it's, Part of the push of why you might not be having a good sleep 
then we got to clean it out for like maybe four weeks or six weeks or something right. like that. And, and then reintroduce take a break. it, yeah. it, it in a different way. Yes, exactly. I agree. So um, anyway, we mentioned um, just other things like, of course, sleep disorders, for example. You're, you, you're not waking up refreshed. Okay, so you might have insomnia. You might have sleep apnea. That is so gigantic. Um, leading to all kinds of things, not Very only common. Yeah, it's it's so common. It's um, not even leading to unrefreshed sleep, but also like heart problems and all kinds of things. So um, definitely having a sleep study done. It's nice if you sleep with somebody, they can tell you, yeah, you're you're sleeping with your mouth wide open, you know, <laughs> and you're snoring, snoring. <laughs> and uh, you're keeping me awake too. So, um, but yeah, definitely get a sleep study done if you're if you're quite heavy if you have um, a lot of weight on or maybe you're obese working to get the weight off will help improve sleep apnea so that you can actually kill two birds with one stone basically <laughs> like you'll just you'll be a little bit healthier in many ways so um, narcolepsy is another one that can cause extreme exhaustion and some people have no idea that they're you know walking around in sleep you know so um, or, or sorry, that that's actually um, nar narcolepsy, like just not able to sleep at all. Yeah, exactly. No, not, I think. <laughs> all right, sorry. we're looking something up. Narcolepsy is when they fall asleep spontaneously. Right. Sorry, sorry. Yes. Excuse me. Yes, exactly. We're a little tired. Yes, right we now. are. It's, it's past our um, work day. <laughs> So, um, sorry, but yes, exactly. They are sleeping just like that, right? Um, insomnia is the other one. Yes. So, so they um, could be sitting having a conversation yes. with somebody and spontaneously fall asleep. Exactly. I actually had a patient do this. Oh my gosh. While the, during their visit. Yeah, yeah that's it, tough. it's a little startling. It would be. <laughs> <laughs> so our point here, folks, yes, yeah, is that there are so many factors that this is a big, big topic with that requires a lot of attention, mm -hmm. a very, very detailed medical intake. Yes, we're probably not going to get the answer for you right out of the shoot the first time absolutely this yeah. is going to take several visits to identify all of the root causes yes all of the influences that might be present mm -hmm. eliminate or mitigate them change the conditions of your lifestyle and environment mm -hmm. it's a long Hall. It is, yeah. yeah. Lots of testing. Mm -hmm. That's the big thing. Yes, and and so this there's no quick fix here. Absolutely, this is what we're really, really getting at. Yeah, loads and loads of reasons. Yeah, we could go on and on. Yeah, that's the thing. It's so broad that you really could go on and on. And um, and so that when it comes to the testing, we will. We'll be for sure doing a CBC. We check your iron and ferritin, make sure that there's no anemia going on. And that will also coincide with a lot of signs and symptoms. So that's usually kind of easy to pick out. Um, but uh, thyroid panel, um, that will be also, that's often um, a huge part of it is. my fatigue patients. So yeah. Definitely. And then iron levels. Yes. Yeah, exactly. You know, is, mm -hmm. this, is the person just a little bit anemic? Right. Is their vitamin D low? Mm -hmm. We're going to look at the 
first at this basic blood work yeah. with a few add-ons yes. and really evaluate, is there a metabolic cause for this yeah. that we could easily identify? Mm-hmm. We're going to, you know, we're not looking for zebras. Yes. We're looking, exactly. we're looking for the horses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when we can't go through the normal routes of testing. Yeah and get the answer, then we're going to go through the specialty tests. Mm -hmm. So when a patient comes in and says they have fatigue, we're going to definitely take this into consideration. Mm -hmm. We are going to evaluate the cause if we can, and we are going to try to work with this, but it is usually not a standalone subject, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. even though it may be the complaint. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The chief complaint. Exactly. Yep, for sure. And sometimes some of the major testing we'll look at after, um, if, if all the other testing looks good, or maybe we need some follow-up details just to pinpoint some things, we might do a cortisol times four. So basically it's testing your cortisol four times the day, mm-hmm. which would be either saliva or urinary and that'll just give us another indication is your cortisol, uh, you know, like low in the morning and high at night. Typing at yeah, the wrong time yeah, of day. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So all off or sometimes um, I've had the, it where it's just crashed all the way, all day long. Yeah. <laughs> so, so that's, that's an, and a lot of lifestyle factors yeah. contribute to this outcome. Yes, absolutely. And then other um Conditions that we can test for, for example, are like EBV, Epstein-Barr virus, or which it could be a new um, or a reactivation, and that can definitely trigger a lot of things too. So um, yes, so anyway, that's yeah. The big thing is is that there's there's a lot to look at. That's for sure. And we are not going to dismiss yes. this symptom. Oh gosh, no. We are going no. to investigate it as thoroughly uh, as someone will allow us yes to. exactly that's the thing so it is um it's so big and sometimes we can nip it in the bud i've been able to definitely nip it in the bud with one set of labs and we can just say okay we can see yes. what's going on and then sometimes sometimes yeah it's, it's a conundrum it, yeah and if it's like not showing up in the first set of labs then i'm thinking that it's definitely more of a underlying thing that is mm-hmm. not very apparent so yeah. um some other causative factor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, there it is in a nutshell. Yes, that's the big deal there. And of course, <laughs> as we say every single week mm-hmm. that we talk to you, every single time you listen to yes. us, we're going to treat this with diet. Yes. <laughs> we're going to address your sleep habits. We're going, yeah. to, you know, we're going to address a lot of the foundation, the foundations of good health. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In order to restore good energy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's the the that's where we start with everything because no matter what um say it is an Epstein-Barr infection. I mean, that's going to be definitely a little bit more work on the immune system. Yeah. But the biggest thing with Epstein-Barr is really putting it into remission more or less and um making it go back where it hangs out. And so that's just boosting the immune system. And so when we're t- you know, thinking about that general treatment, when, you, when the body is in balance with good nutrition, good sleep, good stress response, good exercise, um, happiness, yes. you know, <laughs> yes, that all 
helps the body get out of a stressed sympathetic response and go back into a rest and digest parasympathetic. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And then, which is the ultimate goal. Exactly. For everything. Yes. It's just, so when we're in that, then our immune system can up, come up and do its work and take down any of the potential um, aggravating factors going on here. It can even help reset the cortisol um, balance, you know, and things mm -hmm. like that. Mm -hmm. So, so we're going to start with the obvious. Yes. And work our way to the more unique maybe and, and specific yeah. issues if they are in fact the part problem. of the issue. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, so for example, if it's a hormone imbalance we're dealing with and that's throwing things off, but, you know, thyroid or even uh, just even general uh, sex hormones, because even with estrogen dominance, there can become some fatigue with that, even though you're a bit like high uh, irritable throughout the day, that's stressful. <laughs> for everybody and so um so anyway all there's the way that we would approach fatigue w with treatment is just really truly dependent on the cause but those general foundational um steps of health are always going to be part of the picture so the next time we mm -hmm. meet yes we're going to talk about another very broad very common complaint mm -hmm. and that's allergies yes and allergies are um they're pretty big these days so yeah um lots of investigation <laughs> yes. goes into this one too exactly so anyway that is um that's about it for fi episode 15 so if you have any questions about what we just went over or um want to suggest anything new for us to talk about you can go ahead and email email us at wellness360podcast at gmail.com. And um, we would love to get that from you. And otherwise, um, we are so excited. We'll be moving on to episode 16 and getting through the second part of this first season. So we're so happy that yeah. you're with us. Thank you very much. Thank you. Um, we'll talk with you all next time. Take all care. Bye-bye. Right. Bye. -bye. Bye.